0: Welcome back, people. It is episode 49 of the Taxi Squad podcast. We are officially back after amazing weekend of not only college football, but professional football. Also, you should know that we are on every major streaming platform available and now on YouTube. So wherever you do get your podcast, be sure to follow there. Vince,
1: home game, not an option this week. Not this week. How the hell are you? Good, dude. We're both obviously not in the same places that we usually are. Um, I am currently dog sitting. We might get a dog visual later in the episode. We'll see what happens. Anything's possible on this really? beautiful program. Um, but yeah, so this is quite a different setup for me. I think it's going to work out. It might be a little boomy, but we're gonna we're gonna deal with what we got here. Uh, you also aren't home right now.
0: No, I'm not. I'm at a Native American. Reservation. No, not I'm, <laughs> I'm in New Mexico. I'm in lovely Santa Fe. Ooh. Uh as we can see behind me, there is a lot of Native American tribute slash artifacts. You look behind me.
1: ooh, All right. That's our friend River so Falls. Some...
0: That's our friend River Falls, friend of the podcast. He's yeah. also smoking a pipe in that picture. My so, dude. You know, he's... He's a friend of the pod for sure. <laughs> and then, you know, beyond that, you know, just here spreading the good word for the fire alarm system oh, world like, and, you know, doing that. This Got a bird flying mission? out my window
1: right now. <laughs> you know,
0: so that's why if you're like, why the hell is he looking up? But I mean, this bird wants to be in here with us.
1: The views are immaculate.
0: So, the views are immaculate. The views are immaculate today. It's good to be back, Vince. You know, a lot of it was just we do what we can for the people. And we're men of the people, and we bring it to you every week. Rain, sun, shine, home, not home. Wherever we are, we're doing it. So how was your weekend? Talk to me, kid.
1: It was good, man. It was good. It was relaxing. Got some family time in. Got some friend time in. I watched all three of the Lord of the Rings.
0: How high were you?
1: No, me? Not at all. I was totally sober. Uh, I was drinking water and watching some Lord of the Rings. It was um it was a good time. I forgot how much I like those movies. Uh but hours and hours. It was like I watched one on Friday night and then I woke up and I immediately put on like all the championship games and then I immediately went right back to Lord of the Rings again. And then Sunday so you I were capped just it in off. That- You were that invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went went to hang out with some people. I went to a Christmas party, came back from that on Saturday, watched Lord of the Rings. It was was insane. And by the time that the third one ended on Sunday, I was like, what did I just do for three straight days? (laughs) You
0: watched the Lord of the Rings. Now, did you watch The Hobbit first? Because in theory, that's how those work.
1: So I never seen The Hobbit. So I'm starting that now. But I wanted to watch Aragorn. I wanted to watch, you know, my boy Schmeagled. Do some fuck shit. I wanted to watch Frodo get absolutely consumed by said ring. Uh so it was all a great time. There's so many plot holes though that I was just like, why didn't they just fly that dragon straight into it and drop it in there? And then why did he have to bring it? I don't know. This isn't a Lord of the Rings pod, but Lord I digress. Of the Rings pod? <laughs> Maybe next week. Lord of the Rings pod? We'll see. When a, when football ends, we'll see if we turn into a Lord of the Rings pod.
0: No, no, no. We got we got hockey talk, potentially. Sure. We've been trying to get hockey talk on this podcast yep. for months now. So we'll, we'll tell you how that goes. But we do have some strange and unusual topics ahead of us we didn't forget. So Vince brought one to the table, which we you do have it. a fair amount of NFL strangers. But in this case, you know, our favorite – to talk shit about on this podcast. None other than the LeBron James is the topic of discussion. Vince brought this to the table. So what do we got? What's going on with this?
1: LeBron James. So right now the NBA in-season tournament is going on. Uh, The Lakers played the Rockets. The Rockets are coached by former strange and unusual person, Ime Udoka. Um, Last time he was on strange and unusual, it was actively negative about him. Now I think we're on his side, so I'll take it. Um, Emo Udoka and LeBron James got in a bit of a spat, a bit of a spat during the game, um, which led to Udoka getting kicked out, getting ejected. And I quote, Udoka, to LeBron, stop crying like bitches, man. And LeBron said, we're all grown men here. That bitch word ain't cool. And to that, he replies, soft-ass boy, stop bitching. Act like you're going to do something because he's going up to him like he's, He's going to, like, fight him or something or big man him, but obviously he's not. It's an NBA game. Um, so yeah. Doka called his bluff. I'm sick of LeBron always crying all the time and no one calling him out. So I totally like this. I think that LeBron doesn't have a lot of fans, Good. especially on this podcast, um, especially in yeah. the Midwest. So him just acting yeah. like he's the patron saint of all things basketball, it's like, you know, soft-ass boy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I don't know why he hasn't retired yet. He, he feels it's it's an awful he's lot. Still like, so
1: good though. <laughs> That's what's
0: he, Yeah, and you always bring him. He's still so good. He, he is. Yeah, I get it, but he's. They're not going. They're not competing for a title. There's Dude, no way in God's earth. They're about to win this freaking uh, tournament. This fucking playing tournament is so dumb. We talked no. about
1: it last year. It's no. Stupid. No, it's not. It's like
0: a bubble mid season. The Bulls aren't competitive. We could right. go on a whole rant about that, and I was going to say
1: that it stunk. I was expecting myself to feel like it stinks. It doesn't. Yeah. This tournament rocks. It's and- it gives you a reason to actually try in basketball in the beginning of the season,
0: and I and like anytime Vince and basketball comes back and football starts to die down. He's like, "Ooh, I love this again," because this is. <laughs> This is what he does. No, it's true. But I like basketball. The... Are you gonna we're a I, sports I I podcast? Like, I like I like playoff basketball. Yeah, There's you do. Big... I you do. <laughs> because that's the real game. This is just, you know, fucking patty kick. Competition. Now, LeBron competition, James. Competition. LeBron James has said it for years. He's the constant flop artist. He's the, always a giant bitch. It's just what he does. He cries, pisses, and mows. I'm happy, you know, Ime Odoka did. Cheat on none other than the queen herself, Nia Long. So do I don't agree with that, but yeah. I do agree with this. The man's—I mean, that guy's a dog, and he's—he's he's a coach of the Rockets now or the mm-hmm. Hawks. He
1: was the—he was, yeah, it's the Rockets, right? I'm not crazy. You watch I mean, fucking basketball. I know. I, I why did you bring up the Hawks? I don't know, because I thought it was a team of the yeah, Reds. Yeah, it's Ema Udoka. I was like, what What do you mean? Which one is it? Is he's, it the Rockets? It's always been the Rockets. I don't know where you got the Hawks from. No,
0: he was <laughs> from the Celtics, because they're both red and white. So okay. I was like, ooh, maybe my jogging memory, because I'm not a basketball yeah. guy. You're the basketball guy. The yeah, podcast.
1: he's the head coach of the uh, Atlanta Falcons.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: Okay, <laughs> moving on. If you don't
0: watch, if you're Not watching, Vince just got the bird. Now, to his point, moving on, happy LeBron James got called out. He deserves it. He is the biggest bitch there is. And it's true that there are actual coaches and head coaches of NBA franchises that are younger than him, fun fact. Now, moving into the next Strange and Unusual, we have an NFL Strange and Unusual, and it's kind of horrific. Yeah. So, (laughs) could you imagine, let's paint the picture, you are the chain guy. You're part of the chain gang. Right, moving on the chain, gang. There it is, <laughs> and you're moving down, and down. You're moving down the field, and you got the Saints and the Lions going after it. You see Alvin Kamara just blasting it from the sideline. Pause. Anyway, and, and you're going through, and you're 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 like you see this whole thing coming at you, and you're trying to get out of the way, but it's too late. Bang, bang, play. You go up. You hit the ground, and then you look down at your leg, and it's in two fucking pieces. Yeah, broken and
1: in half. Poor
0: guy. I don't know if anybody got a chance to see this, but Kamara rolled up on the chain gang guy, bigger cat. And then the camera goes to him, and his leg is literally snapped in yeah. half, and it is horrific. And then you just hear this blood curdling scream. Yeah. And you're like, oh, dear God, this was all on live television. And then. They cut off of Alvin Kamara. Kamara was just like,
1: get him a trainer and ran back to the huddle. Okay. So I've I've heard this and people are hating on him for doing that. The NFL should have an injury timeout for somebody off the field that gets smoked because in his mind, he's probably like, we got to move. Like, let's go. Here we go. Number one, like first, right. got to go to the next play. So I can't necessarily blame Kamara. Like, I think he probably had no. some. He probably didn't also realize that the guy's leg got fucking snapped in half immediately. So it's probably like, initial understanding and then realizing it as he's running back um i don't know if this has ever happened to anybody on the sideline like this to this extreme before um but everybody like usually you freak like if you get an injury like this you freak out like five seconds later because you got so much adrenaline you're like holy shit and then you're like but this guy like Right away. He's just like, oh, well, shit. They oh, cut Jesus off,
0: Christ. They, they cut off the camera, and then he's just like, ah! ah
1: yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, this is going to take a long time for him to recover. Hopefully, there's some, uh, some payment that goes on for him to get this taken care of, or he has good insurance doing that job, whatever it may be. But Jesus Christ. Like, I've never seen anything like this happen before.
0: You're going along. You're part of the chain gang. You get paid to be a part of the NFL. Life's cool. good. Life's good. Snapped in half. Life comes at
1: you fast, Mike.
0: And that's why you should never mind. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> but the next, the next strange and unusual we have on this podcast is also Uncle football. Don. It, it... Uncle Don. <laughs> so. <laughs> If you had the chance to watch a wonderful first half, the second half was just a blowout, but it was a great first half of the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles and Philly. Now, something happens on the sideline of the Philadelphia Eagles. And with that being said, it looked like a coach, but it turns out it's a security guard for the Eagles. And why he's on the sideline, I have no idea. So he's more than the the
1: security guard. He's what is like he? the director of like security and personnel or something like that. He's like the king of security. What, what he's a Philly mob legend. Shit
0: is well, he is a fucking Italian. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about it. You yeah. know? Hey, uh. I mean he he does he does he does have on his shirt, he had the Italian flag. He had an Eagles polo with the Italian flag on it. And his he
1: had
0: an eagle's cap with the Italian flag on it, too. I'm like, where do you get these hats? So, special, you mate. know, Tommy DeVito might be Italian. Dom DeSandro is like, hold my cannolis. I'm okay? Italian. So, so, with that being said, something happens on the sideline. It was a linebacker on the 49ers gets in the, the face of DeSandro and and pokes him, literally, in the foch. So, pokes him in the foch, and then from there, all madness breaks out. There's almost a full-blown fight on the sideline. That linebacker, don't know the name, got ejected from the game, and Dom Desandro got ejected from the game. Why, I have no idea. But then, like, I don't know, after the game, they're in the press conferences, and all this is going on, and Shanahan's like, I don't know what the director of security is doing on the side of the sideline. I, I don't get it. Trey Greenlaw
1: was the linebacker, by the way. Okay. Um Dom DeSandro, he is the senior advisor to the general manager and chief security officer. He's been with the Eagles since nineteen ninety nine. So he's had twenty five years to get seems- the dalian polo made for him and it worked out and it happened. Um this guy rocks. I wish the Bears had somebody like him, but he's also perfect for Philadelphia.
0: He is perfect for Philadelphia. I would wonder what Don yeah. Sandro like does season D. Do I mean, he's so he's the GM's like assistant to the assistant. Senior essentially.
1: advisor. He it's like advises the GM. Oddball. He just has. He How oversaw do you safety and security measures for players, coaches and executives is what it says.
0: Sports Illustrated The NFL should ban Dom DeSandro from Fuck
1: off That's why SI is a trash publication these days Get out of here
0: That's it You know what we should do We got the holidays coming up We should try and find If we could send Dom DeSandro A razor To get a shout out From the Taxi Squad podcast
1: Okay I'm in Dom it's coming to you Are you down for this? He's definitely a Are you down, guy. I mean.
0: I'm giving them I'm giving I'm in the giving mood. Oh yeah! If you get this sentence out, I'm in the giving mood right now. I think it would be ideal because you know Dom probably is about shaving his fotch like most people. Well, he's and not got, only that,
1: he's got the stash. It's always looking trim and nice. Maybe we can just give him some stuff to keep the stash going.
0: And, and what and what brand would we give him, Vince?
1: Uh, none other than Henson Shaving, Mike.
0: Duh! Let's
1: get a word from our friends at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right rocket ships people that means it's made to very tight tolerances meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer it's literally one blade be be safe please be safe they're very sharp you twist on the top and you get to work it's that easy you remember the beard bet you remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code thE T-H-E-T-A-X-I. S Q U A D at checkout, and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors. You'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. We have a final four, Mike college football has finally done it and just like every other year and probably in the future even though we're moving to 12 people are pissed i am the smartest man alive you called it i called hate, it i hate when this happens i hate when you're called because right, you're like look called at me whoop-dee-doo i'm so like i'm getting texts from you and you're like i might be a genius i'm like well if you are Albert Einstein, like, go become a fucking astronaut or some shit. What are we doing here? <laughs> it's true. I'm Is a fucking it? genius.
0: Okay. I called this. I called the exact scenario. Yeah. Everybody's high on Oregon. Pick Washington. Yeah. Because Washington fucking beat them once, and I knew they could do it again. Yeah. And I knew Bo Nix was a fucking fraud. A, yep. B. All right. Moving on. Everybody, Georgia, 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 Georgia. Who's Georgia played all year? No one. Nobody. So, with all of that being said, okay. Bama wasn't the same team that played Texas week two that everyone was like, really lost to Texas. Not That's the right. same team. Jalen fucking Milro looks like the second coming of Lamar Jackson. All right, he threw Christ 13
1: years. passes the other day.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's great. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. Okay. You got this kid who was a transfer from Georgia. I forget his name. He's balling. Then on top of that, you got a defense that made this bet kid look like he was a fucking baby. Like, yeah. they made him look horrible, and everybody's like, oh, he's the, he's better than Bennett. He's better than Bennett. Okay, no, he's not better than Stetson Bennett. I got news, and I think it showed. Okay, now, do I believe the best four teams are in the final four? That answer is no.
1: Well, I just want to make it clear. You might be the smartest man ever, but at no point in this season did you ever put Texas in the top four. Never. I know. And where I are they, I put in front of Texas. If you parlayed yeah, that, gonna you'd get... be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I put them there. I put them in the four. And all year, you're like, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? And what's
0: going to happen when, when they play the best offense in the country? Not the argument. Not the argument. Who? What's going to happen when they play the best offense in the country? Because probably the Booker Raider hasn't seen a team that good all season long. Hasn't I seen told you they would
1: make it. That good it, you know, all
0: season long. You're yeah.
1: gassing yourself up. I told you they'd make it. They're there right now. It is what it is. I don't think they're going to win it all. I think it'd be funny. I also think it'd be funny if Washington did, since both of those um, conferences are getting just boat race next year. I don't think i the gonna prediction. win it,
0: but okay. All right, let's let's talk about this then. Final four, it looks Michigan number one. Yep. Then we have Washington at number two. Mm-hmm. Then after that we get Bama number three, and then we get Texas at four.
1: Is that what it is? So, I Texas no, my was bad. Three.
0: Bama, no, my bad.
1: Bama's four. Yeah. Texas is three. Cause you saw the Michigan locker room when they learned that, right? Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, I've never seen a team more afraid in their life." I'm like, "That sucks."
0: (laughs) That is so funny. Looks like they were about to be sent off to the fucking. You
1: want me to to the Gaza
0: strippers and shit? Yeah, (laughs) like they legit looked like they were about to be sent off to war. Yeah, and right there, I think we all know Bam is going to win that game. Probably now. With that being said, everybody right now is on their high horse about the fact that FSU, aka Florida state didn't make the four and they're an undefeated team in a pack twelve in in a big
1: conference, blah, blah, blah,
0: dude. Really?
1: Yeah, for sure. You, you agree that they should have made, I don't think they're a top four team, but what is the criteria? Fuck the criteria. What do you mean? (laughs) How do they make this call? They went in there and won what they had to do. If you told somebody at the beginning of the year, You have this many games. This is what you have to do to have a clear path to winning it all. They did literally everything that they could possibly do and still don't make it. doesn't make any sense.
0: I get it. But even if there was a 12-team conference, if you looked at it right now and there was a 12-team play-in, right? Yeah. There's always a team that's going to get chipped.
1: If if it was right now, if
0: it was 12 teams, everyone would be like, well, oh, you didn't make it in. Okay, fine. Right now, I believe that if what was the guy? What was the kid's name that tore his leg up? Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is still on that team. They're in. There's no See, doubt about that's it. That's what and I'm Texas saying. Why is, is that? Out.
1: Is there like a rule that they're like, well, if the quarterback's out, like they still won that fucking game.
0: I get it, but here's what I th- – I think the committee got a lot of smoke last year for putting in TCU. TCU surprised a lot of people. They then went it got to the, the national championship. championship game. They won that game. Yeah, I get it. And they were totally, totally exposed in every facet imaginable. They were every dog shit. could single they couldn't year
1: since the beginning of the playoff, it has happened the same way. It has ne- there's never been a good national championship game like ever. Yeah, there was. Sort of. Usually Bama, the playoff – the playoff is usually split into like one really good team and two or two or three other like okay to good
0: teams. Bama, Bama beating Georgia in the final seconds of that national championship. Come that's on. true.
1: There's one. And I'm then, just saying it, and it then hasn't Georgia been,
0: coming back.
1: Come on, it hasn't been the best product ever. Which I'm good. I'm happy. That's why they're changing up the playoff format. But it is insane that you can. I mean, and this is a larger. Conversation, but they tend to favor the SEC because of what they were, not because of what they are. The SEC was not the best conference this year. It probably wasn't the second best conference this year, which is I'd say it was
0: the second best. I'd say it was the second best conference after. This
1: year. Well, you get the Big Ten and the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 was really fucking good this year. I
0: think the Pac-12 was better than the SEC this year. Yeah,
1: I think the Big Ten was too. That's
0: my that's my opinion. No, I don't think the Big Ten was. I don't. Ohio State, Michigan, I don't how think many, they're better how than many Georgia good, good Alabama. How many good SEC
1: teams were there this year?
0: Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, you could argue.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Texas A&M was dog shit. Fine. Horrible. But those three are great. So <laughs> yeah. the Big Two and the Big Ten were, in fact, that of, of course, Ohio State, Michigan.
1: That's oh, you're not going to put the sta- st- the absolute monster defense of the Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> sure, sure, but they they're not a championship
0: team. They're a good team. They play yeah. wonderful defense, but they totally got smoked against a wonderful Michigan team. And we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Now, if you continue to analyze this from a ten thousand foot lens in corporate terms, you would agree, I believe, that FSU had no business being in this playoff. They would have gotten I don't fucking know. destroyed. Because a week before this whole thing, they almost lost to Florida in the Swamp, right? So yeah. I don't want to hear about how they're the team. If they were to in play state Texas, rivals. That might...
1: throw the record books out.
0: Fuck the record books. I'm just singing that at the end of the day, you cannot tell me that they would be capable of competing in this final four bracket. They've Texas, given us no to reason
1: me. to not feel that way, though. That's what I'm saying. There's Who have
0: no... they played, Vince? Who have they played? Who has other than LSU?
1: Who has Michigan played besides Ohio State? But it's the Big Ten. <sighs> I don't know, right? dude. I, I do. Like, I get it that the quarterback went out, and that's probably the biggest reason why they didn't get put in there. But it just Correct. feels like that one injury without showing any, like, extreme drop-off in ability I don't really understand a reason why he wouldn't let him in. And I'm not even arguing for them to be in. It's just like the criteria that they utilize is so semantics in like so many ways. Because it's like, well, this year I feel this way. Like last year didn't go well this way, so I'm going to flip it around this way. So it'll be good to have the 12 teams because FSU gets in next year if there's a 12 teams. But it's just like, I don't know. There's a piece of it where it's like if you go undefeated and you win your conference championship and your quarterback is injured, you're fucked now. You're like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't do anything to ask for this.
0: Here's how I'm going to put this. When the best team you beat all season is LSU. Pretty good and team. And Clemson. No, not a very good team. Pretty good. Not a very good team. Pretty
1: no. Good. LSU is all right good team.
0: All right, then, Vince. Let's look at this as a prediction standpoint. <sighs> yeah. Um, They're going to play Georgia. The yep. night before New Year's Eve. They're going to play Georgia.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Nightmare scenario. You ready for a nightmare scenario? Sure. FSU beats Georgia. Alabama loses in the final to like Texas. And then FSU's like, hey, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why did they get in there in the first place? If we are better than a team that wasn't even in the top fucking seven before this last week.
0: That's impossible, and here's why it's impossible. No, it's not.
1: It's possible. No, no. It's small, it's impossible. but it's possible. It's impossible,
0: it's impossible. and here's okay. why it's impossible. Georgia's going to absolutely smoke them. Kirby Smart's going to have those boys rolling. Okay. And Florida State is going to get completely exposed for what they
1: are. I don't not disagree with, with you, them. but I love that we get this all on recording in case that happens because I always be so – It's not trashed. going to happen. Okay. Here's
0: what's I going to happen, and I'm going to give you my way to early prediction. Here okay. we go. Ready? Yeah. Alabama's going to play Michigan. Yeah. Michigan's going to lose. Okay. Great. Texas is going to play Washington. Washington's going to win. Mm-mm. And there's your national championship. Yeah. And in my opinion, Bama is in the national championship. Once again, they've been there. They know how to do it. Saban knows how Washington young team, not necessarily all the horses to get it done against a wonderful defense. Bama wins this title. Once again, here we Michigan, are
1: Michigan, Texas. Let's go boys. <laughs>
0: Michigan Michigan Texas. Deasy wins, You're buddy. fucking with me.
1: Deasy wins, You're buddy. fucking with me. All right, what what's the way It's like the college football. What's the it's wager like college basketball, dude. I'm going to Texas. Oh, dude, the amount of money I would make off of betting both the all three of those and do a parlay would be wild.
0: Yeah, but you won't win. That's the fun part. Texas doesn't have the horses to compete. Doesn't with. feel There's like no it, way but hey, who
1: knows? It. Anything changes when the year turns.
0: I get it, but everybody talking about this right now, I, I'm just like, okay, yeah, let's not even go there.
1: I just feel now, bad for the FSU players. That's all it is. I understand it people feel, feel bad,
0: but UC this happened to UCF a couple of years ago. And Different they said, though. Oh, it's not it's FSU's kind of insane, played but, better
1: teams than UCF did that year, and even so, UCF did kind of deserve to be in it. So
0: they played no one. Okay. They played LSU. That was it. They played LSU, Vinny. Yeah, and they were beasts. And that was the best team that. And and then they almost lose to OU the first week of the season
1: too. So OU was a great team on. this year. Great. Yeah, they great. were like they were top ten for top ten for for weeks. Yeah, and then they lost
0: to fucking Kansas basketball school. Granted, at Kansas, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so you can't like. Okay, here's what I would say though. From an overall standpoint, there needs to be some change of opinions of the committees. Maybe there's two committees. Maybe there's a committee and an AI. Something that gives some perspective. Because I don't know what these people do in these committees other than who's being who's even rich on English it. Dude. White people.
1: What? Who even is the fucking committee? Like, who's even on I the don't committee? know.
0: Dude. Get us on a fucking committee. Agreed. Let us argue this shit. Agreed. Because in theory, if you want to talk about best teams yeah. and best competition, Georgia should still be in the top four.
1: I agree. I said it all year. They're the best team. I still think they're the best team. I just think they, they lost the I, toss up to Alabama.
0: They lost a very tough game to a great team, and they should have played them sooner. And this is why I believe with the upcoming NIL money of players transferring and the transfer portal now just becoming ultimately the most epic money grab ever I think there's like more players entering the transfer portal than anybody and that's just these guys going oh I'm worth something I'm out
1: yeah I mean that's so realistic there's a couple guys that got in the transfer I think Carson Beck's in the transfer portal right now
0: wouldn't surprise me, Dylan Gabriel's in the transfer portal. Dude from Kansas State's in the transfer portal. Good luck, Dylan Gabriel. I don't of, know
1: about all that. He had a yeah, pretty good year, would you but he's, it's not like he was a god. I've read some
0: rags that are saying like USC might be interested. I'm like, why? Why? How do you go from Caleb Williams to that? Because he got wants more to, to go Ky- back
1: to his guy. He wants to go see Lincoln Riley.
0: He never knew Lincoln Riley. Riley? He never knew he, he like never knew Lincoln Riley.
1: <laughs> he never knew he Lincoln never Riley. Knew. <laughs> he never knew him. Really? Oh yeah, I he guess was... he wasn't on the team when Lincoln was there.
0: No. I forgot he's been no. there for two he years. He was a transfer. He was a transfer for Venables. That's what happened. Yeah. Now, as we look at these bowl games, once again, Vince called it Notre Dame. Notre Dame in the Sun Bowl against yeah. Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Called
1: it. That'll be fun. Anyways. Anyway, oh, what? That they be like in the US. Sun Bowl?
0: I'd said they'd either be in the Potato Bowl or something else. Yeah, but
1: yeah, I mean, I was what? ready for them to be in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Like I could have
0: been anywhere. What then. I don't understand is, okay, the Gator Bowl. Yeah, wouldn't the Gators play in the Gator Bowl?
1: Not always. Depends on where they're at. You have Clemson in Kentucky. It's Why the wouldn't you Bowl, just, dude? Uh-huh. it's not the floor well because you know it's called Gatorade because of the Gators but it's still Gatorade sponsored not okay got yeah. it
0: James Madison made a bowl game against Air Force and their head coach is out already
1: congratulations
0: man he congratulations just ultimately to James Madison he just did the head coach James Madison dude what you would do if you were operating a dynasty in NCAA football t- yeah 14 like You take the small program, you beef them up, you get ranked, and then you're like, I'm out, and then you go to a bigger program. Way
1: more money. I mean, oh yeah, being in you know Maryland and coaching that team, like if you can get, you're not going to get paid that much. It's just the natural beauty of it. And like I think James Madison has an opportunity to be good for a couple years. Bring in another guy, hopefully get some more funding, and move on from there. But I don't blame.
0: No, can't say I blame him either. Well, I'm excited about these four teams. I gave my predictions. Yep. Vince, you gave yours. Is there anything else in the college football saga we need to discuss?
1: Uh, Sam Hartman, thank you for playing for Notre Dame. That's it.
0: Thank you for looking like a king, as they would say. This is the, I don't know, young king sport. All-time he, what? hot, hot like 20... guy, Sam Hartman.
1: All-time hot guy. Isn't
0: he like 26, though? Yeah. And he's going to get he's only like, he's going to be younger up...
1: than me, and he's still in college. Man, we fucked up. How do, how, do you, how do you. How are you supposed to do that, Vince? I don't know, man. Right? You got to be good at quarterback, I guess. <laughs> Mike, the in season tournament for the NBA. We talked about this a little bit earlier. You said, Be gone with the whole thing. I said, I like it. And I do like it. I think it's awesome. Um, I think it gives the players reasons to play. Kevin Durant, in an interview yesterday, said, I thought I was going to hate this. I hated the idea of it. Seeing how people are getting into it, seeing how it's kind of working out. he's like, It feels like a mini playoff atmosphere in the beginning of the year. I think it's good. I think it incentivizes people to play. Each individual player gets 500000 grand. A lot of the younger guys, this is incentivizing them to play more. A lot of the older guys, this is incentivizing to get the younger guys more money. Um, a couple of them already talked about what they would do with their winnings, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Just like to break up the monotony, the beginning of the NBA season. I do like it. I think it's good. I was going to hate on it, but it's it's like soccer, man. It's fun.
0: I get it. I, I just don't understand. OK, so you can win some more money if you're a young player. Great. It really gives you like, OK, you won the early in season tournament. Cool. Does it kind of in a way dilute the value of the overall NBA title as opposed to just like, you know No. All right. No?
1: No. Cause it's no one's gonna be thinking about this in May. True. Like it, I'm it's I'm just looking at December, it for December, a- you got eighty two games, like to do it this way, neutral court. I mean it's obviously a moneymaker, but I don't know, it's just like a fun thing to do in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I think it's a fun thing overall. Ultimately, in my opinion, though, no, I just I think the playoffs need to be the playoffs. I think for young guys, they want to play hard. I think personally, this should just be for like either the freshmen or the sophomores, because the old guys aren't really playing in this, are they? I mean, Bradley yeah, they no AD like. They're playing going ham for LeBron's this LeBron's
1: going ham KD's going ham even though him and Devin booker seem to not be able to win together this year but whatever
0: what are the standings right now in this whole tournament how many games are left what's so going on we're looking on at right now?
1: we're in the semi-finals right now coming out of the east and the west uh damian lillard puts on a show against the new york knicks 146 122 absolute scoring onslaught so it's milwaukee versus indiana the place that Tyrese Halliburton built, I suppose. They beat Boston in the quarterfinals. And then you have the Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns who ended up losing. The Phoenix Suns ended up losing to the LeBron-led Lakers. Don't get too tired. The San no. and the Sacramento Kings end up losing to the New Orleans Pelicans. So we're looking at Lakers-Pelicans on the west side. We're looking at Milwaukee and Indiana on the east side.
0: Um, How are they- the Bulls in doing in this? Are they even playing?
1: They did earlier, and then they got knocked out real early because the Bulls might so, be the worst team keep... in the NBA.
0: So I'm confused. So if you're in the play-in tournament, you play in this little tournament. If you get booted, do you still play other teams? Or I, are you honestly, off?
1: I don't even know if the Bulls – I think it, I think you play until we get to this last like couple – spot i mean i'm still because well, right
0: now the bulls play tonight at six o'clock they play the hornets so, so it must
1: be like a either consolation or just kicked out teams or whatever it may be because i
0: think like you're you're either you're in you're out because like tomorrow the in-season tournament goes on to your point you got pacers bucks big east tournament right and yeah. then we have the pelicans and the lakers yeah which i'd love to see the pelicans win because that's a former lakers team basically yeah, exactly um Beyond that, I'm I like I'm like, okay, I see it. But it's like every other day. Okay, and then like the tournament championship is Saturday. Yes. So this is just a money grab by the NBA, essentially. It's like, okay, who's going to be who? Oh, for sure. And it's either going to be the Bucs and the Lakers, or it's going to be the Pacers and uh, the Pelicans.
1: Yeah, I mean, which is both of those matchups are fun, especially for teams that you don't expect getting to the – The finals. I mean, the bucks could definitely do it, but the Pelicans, I don't know about
0: what do you make of the rumors of the bulls potentially putting together a package for Zion Williamson?
1: Ah, no, thanks. Could happen. It could happen. I would prefer a lot of people are talking about it right now. I would prefer to not have Zion Williamson anywhere near the bulls because that seems like, that seems like a bomb that's ready to go off. And, he obviously, is it worse he,
0: than Zach Levine? Because he could give a I shit. I don't think it's any better.
1: I don't think it's any better. Um, and like also they're probably. Gonna, I mean they should trade away their guys and rebuild it. Remember it's a ryan's dwarf organization. We always got to remind remember that when we're dealing with shit like this. I don't think Zion one. He looks like he put on weight again, which is not great for his joints and his longevity. And I also don't think his commitment to the game is very much in basketball right now. I think he is the, and I could be wrong and I hope I'm wrong, but he's like the epitome of too famous, too fast, like high school, too famous. Similar to like the Sebastian Telfair thing where like everybody's freaking out about Sebastian Telfair back in the day and then he just doesn't end up panning out in the NBA. Zion's very good in the NBA for sure. Like I'm not going to lie about it. He's kind of a one tool player in a lot of ways. And if you're going to try to build a team around him right now, he doesn't seem like he has any of the leadership, like, acumen to make a team better under his wing. Like, he's not the leader of the Pelicans. That's mostly a C.J. McCollum thing right now. And if you put him on a team and get rid of everybody else and it's the Zion show in Chicago, there's going to be a lot of pregnant women in Chicago.
0: Yeah, he is a dog. He likes to he his just had a kid, so
1: that's why I said that. Don't hate me, Zion. Is that what
0: the porn star who talked about?
1: No, different girl uh, no. who he got pregnant and the porn star was pissed because she's like, I thought you were mine. And he's like, you're a porn star. Fair enough. I
0: mean. Not wrong. <laughs> I,
1: the- I can see you loading up?
0: <laughs> not wrong, not wrong. I mean, they, Tim and Trumper do have that
1: in common. I guess so. And Jimmy Garoppolo for them. Totally. Listen, not. They're the three kings. Uh, I, Jimmy G, Zion and Trump all love porn stars. I mean,
0: Jimmy G went to Vegas just to bang hookers, I think. He made a lot of money halfway through the season, got benched. Yeah. And then now he's just out banging whores. I mean, that's literally what he's doing. He's like Frank and fucking always sunny. Always sunny. Yeah. I
1: I knew you were going there. That's what he's
0: doing. That's what he's he's just a handsome dude living in a state with no income tax, making a shit ton of money, banging whores. Yeah. All right. I digress. NBA talk. Great. The Bulls are terrible again. No fucking surprise there. But Right now, the winter meetings are going on, and the hot stove in baseball is hotter than it's been in a long fucking time, and guys are getting drunk in bars and making deals they may <laughs> not or may regret later. Uh, so what do you make of the hot stove function right now in the baseballs, Vince? Is there anything you got your eyes on that you feel as if we need to talk about right now? That's winter meetings
1: are here for sure. A couple things have already oh, yeah. happened. Most notably, Alex Verdugo is a New York Yankee. Wow. Um. The New York Yankees posted a picture of Alex Verdugo saying, welcome to the Yankees with he has a beard and he has grills on. And I'm like, okay, you're not going to allow him to do either of that. Why are you using a picture like that? Like use one of his old ones or some shit like that. Very. Stupid. So you jumped
0: across. So you jumped across to the bitter rival yeah. of the, the team that you rep for a while. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Verdugo's a good outfielder. He's good. He's not beyond, a needle
1: mover, but he's good.
0: He's a good guy to have in left field. I mean, just put it that way. And not only that short porch and right, he'll hit homers. Oh yeah. Chances are how this looks to me is the reason he goes to the Yankees is because the Yankees kind of understood that they're probably out on Bellinger right away. I don't think he he wants to go to New York.
1: Well, they traded, they traded for him too. So it's like, Oh, what'd they give up for him? uh, Not a lot. And I know, and this kind of leads into it like the Yankees are trying to get Juan Soto and it looks like it's almost a done deal right now. So you might be able to package Verdugo and Juan Soto and kind of revamp that team a little bit. I mean, that outfield's fucking disgusting if you get Juan Soto on that team, too. So, yeah,
0: yeah, no, it, it's it's really Harrison Bader, Verdugo and Soto That's... Stanton,
1: Stanton de-aging if he can ever play. He's never healthy. He could
0: barely round first fucking base. He's and not he going to play Judge, outfield, I mean,
1: but he'll be he'll be he'll be able to mash still though.
0: Well, my whole thing is like if you do get Soto and you have Verdugo, where does Judge play? Is Judge just first base now? No, I he's mean, right. That... I get it, but Judge
1: is a good fielder and he's got a cannon of an arm. You're keeping him in right. Where does
0: where does Verdugo play then? Verdugo's where does in Soto. Center.
1: Play then? Soto's in left. What about Bader? Is Bader out? Put them in when you need them, or slide Judge into DH in a game. Put Bader in center, and then throw Verdugo going right. Just you could do anything. You'd rather have more outfielders than not enough, which they've been I they've agree. had not well, enough for a long time.
0: The White Sox, for for example, have never bad had example. A, a, a right. A, Always a, no, a bad example. Just, it's the worst example. It's what you don't want to be exactly they'll yeah. franchise. It's horrible.
1: Well, they don't need and outfielders because okay. the White Sox never have them. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Like that's like well yeah. no I know but I know what you're saying to the point yeah. to show
0: people what that could do to a franchise just look on the south side yep. understand that we haven't had an outfielder worth this shit since maybe Carlos Quinton who's good but that's hey Adam Engel was
1: a good outfielder he just couldn't hit
0: yeah he couldn't hit and he yeah. ran like he was stealing a fucking candy bar from a grocery store yeah he ran like a tight end. But, He really did ran like he he did run like a football player.
1: Fastest tight end.
0: With all that being said, so hot stuff. A lot of things are going on in Seattle that don't make a ton of sense to me right now. Yeah, there's a lot of deals popping up where I'm like, okay, so you get rid of your starting third baseman who's a dog, Suarez, and then. Yeah, you get rid of Suarez, who's an absolute beast. And I thought helping you get to where you want to go and move in that needle. So you get rid of him. Yeah. And then now they're trading some pretty decent pitching. And I'm, I'm just I don't get it. Not
1: to mention they traded Jared Kalanick. You know, Jared Kalanick, former number one overall prospect. Um, Jared Kalanick's been on a couple teams now. I don't think he's panning out the way teams really wanted him to pan out. It's like Clint um, Frazier. Yeah, similar, honestly. But even so, it's like you know that there's something to that. Like you know that Jared I right. can still do stuff. So I don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're just kind of like trying to retool a little bit. Um, yeah, sure. I'm not really sure. And also the Cleveland Guardians got the number one overall pick today. I don't know if you saw that. How? I don't know. The Sox are fifth and the Guardians are first. I think it's the lottery, but it's just like fuck. Now they're going to get some well, generational anybody- talent. I doubt
0: it. The MLB draft isn't like. Yeah, but it's it the Guardians. Well, Francona's yeah. retiring, essentially, is. right? He's Francona's gone. out. He's gone, yeah. So, you know, chances are the White Sox will try and sign him because he's a geriatric. And I'll say, and, um, well, no, I don't, I, I don't know how right now as a team, you know, Chris Getz can say whatever the fuck he wants, but bottom line, he was in charge of minor league scouting for us, and he's done a horseshit job, job of that yeah. and then and then he says things like oh well i don't like our team right now okay well what do you like yeah. because we can't figure that out
1: you were the nanny so <laughs> and your kids are acting yeah bad. it's the nanny's fault too
0: right so with all of that i i don't know there's a lot of talks right now that jerry Reinsdorf's in nashville and talking to local government which is terrifying yeah oh man what i said it
1: all. i said like, it all day i said it all day today the last thing that Jerry Reinsdorf wants to do before he leaves this world, which is going to be sooner rather than later, is fuck us one more time and move the entire team to a different city. And then he'll die, and then we will be like, why did he do that? And everybody's going to be like, I don't know. It wasn't our fault that he just built horrible teams.
0: I just, I just don't want to hear every over-proud Cub fan in the planet if that happens. Oh. At
1: least my team didn't get fucking moved. I know. I know
0: whatever. Yeah. Oh, fun fact for the podcast. Um That's I a good place I, to do it. Yeah, fun fact <laughs> for the podcast. The fire alarm system at Guaranteed Rate Field, aka Mortgage Park, aka Cell Phone Park, aka Comiskey Park will now be under the reign of the business. I represent. Yeah. So no big deal. No big deal. Can't. Everybody call
1: your uncles, call your brothers, call your grandpas, and I'm let them a walk fucking through. know. Be like, hey, guess what? They got a new fire alarm system, and you'll never guess who works for the company. <laughs> this guy, Chicago Mike. It's crazy. <laughs> Chicago Mike
0: back in full effect. Oh dear God. The mic's fine. The mic's fine.
1: Hey, Grandpa, I know you're not doing okay right now, but I wanted to call you and tell you about something that'll lift your spirits. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> anyway, no, it's it is true, cool though. though. It is cool though. I like it. It's cool.
0: Right? I yeah. get paid for it, so yeah. I mean, I'm excited. It's exciting.
1: I, I do. Boys are boys. Love their boys. You know, you gotta you gotta give them their flowers. Good for you guys. I'm happy for you.
0: Thanks, man. You're welcome. I didn't have anything to do with it. I just I'm got sure. a phone call. I was
1: like, yeah. wait.
0: But, you know, Vince, baseball season's coming. We're excited. We'll see what the White Sox do in the draft. Carson Montgomery looks like an absolute cold dog. Said. Right now, the The Otani oh, stakes are in, like, big, big deal. Jed Hoyer came Ooh. out recently and stated that, oh, they're like, oh, we hear you're out on the Otani stakes. He said, don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, don't know where you heard that, but simply not true. Yeah. So, I don't know what to make of this. I think he's going to the Dodgers.
1: The quiet, like the keep quiet or Otani won't sign. I don't, I think that's out the window now. He went to go visit with the Blue Jays. Supposedly that's close, but you start learning that and you're like, "Well, he's out." Supposedly he met with the Dodgers and then you start learning about it and you're like, "Well, then they got to be out too because he doesn't want to meet with teams or he doesn't want it to leak that he met with teams." Like that's going to happen regardless. Um so I don't know. I'm interested to see it. I also am really interested to see what the actual number ends up being because it's a weird mix. If you're signing the guy for ten years and you you think he's going to yeah. be able to pitch, like, are you signing him as a two way player, or is he doing a one year trying to hit it, knowing that he's going to be able to pitch the next season and then hopefully get more money? So I'm interested to see where that actual dollar value is, what the AAV is on that because it can vary anywhere from. I mean, it's going to be three hundred plus, obviously. But it can vary into like the 400, maybe 500 realm if he is going to pitch. And people think that they're paying for two different players, essentially. Hmm. I don't think he's going to pitch in 2024. He won't. He I already announced that. 2025 is that... earliest.
0: So I, I don't know. I just feel like the value of him pitching, you can't really bank on. And even when he is pitching, don't but get me wrong. He's, 11 years, he's 12 year
1: contract? He'll, He'll pitch for 10 of those pitches.
0: I don't know. A lot of people are saying he could sign a two-year deal too or a one-year deal just to go compete and then I really break that. out. I think if he just goes, signs a one-year deal, goes, competes for a title, then I'm going to pitch again, sign the big contract. He'll get paid big twice. Mm-hmm. There's Man. two ways of viewing this. You either go for it all, you go for broke now and hope you don't get injured this upcoming season that's in a more catastrophic way, or you wait it out. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to figure out.
1: I don't know what I would pick personally, but I do know he's going to get a bag either way.
0: So your prediction, Dodgers?
1: I'm thinking Dodgers. I think he signs a short-term deal, one or two years. And I think he goes to... I think Dodgers is too easy. I think he might go... He said he doesn't want to play in New York, so they're out. Maybe Texas or Houston? Maybe he goes down to the south. If he, checks does, that
0: out. If, if, if he does that, I'll disown him. I think he stays in L.A. Either that or he stays with Anaheim.
1: Or he goes I to Seattle. Know.
0: Maybe or that's he why goes they're to moving Chicago.
1: guys. No, fuck that. Get him out of here.
0: You think they're, trying, they're moving guys actively to try and get him through the door?
1: There's a possibility that they're making some space in their cap. We'll see. But I really hope he doesn't become a Cub. I really don't.
0: Oh god, we wouldn't hear the end of that until the day we died.
1: Well, yeah, and then my entire fucking neighborhood is just gonna be covered in Shogotani's stupid face in the Cubs jersey. I'm gonna be so mad. I'll need that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the White Sox are in. You never know. Nope. Maybe Chris Katz pulls out. Wow. Nope. Okay. No, you, On a schedule, you said you
1: never know, you know. For sure. <laughs> They're not in it.
0: <laughs> we almost had we almost had Manny Machado. We came out and said we? we gave him the most money.
1: Yeah. We we did No, we're gonna say we came out after they were going to say after he signs that we gave, oh, gave him the most money. Offer. Nope.
0: No, you didn't. No, 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 you didn't. I'm sure he looks back now, and he still has a one dick, but he's like, I live in San Diego. Right. And life is so
1: much easier. If I'm going to be on a team that's underperforming, I'd rather be in one of the most beautiful cities in America.
0: <laughs> Paradise. Yeah. Paradise. So, give me your watch. beautiful in the summer. Beyond that, take it or leave it. Anyways, wherever Shohani's Shohani. –
1: Joe Whoever honey.
0: Otani <laughs> is our guy. Wherever the Otani winds up, I will say this much. He would need to be hydrated. If sure. He's gonna be hydrated.
1: He should be hydrated with our friends at Liquid IV. This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right, the hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and i found a ton of uses for it. Uh, Going to sleep after a day-long soiree, this is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code, T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration Today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com.
0: NFL Talk, we are back. It was a hell of a week of picks. Mike took the lead. It's pretty amazing. He kept the lead. We had a game, <laughs> kept the lead, yeah. although Vince was close. He was close, but moving forward, one we game. will see. Like, now, one más. Uno más. Now, it is getting to that stage of the season. We got six weeks left. A lot of catastrophic injuries are going down right now. We got yep. a fair amount to get into. You know this is what we do. We're going to skip it or rip it, so why don't we not wait? any longer and get into it so vince
1: yes week 13 (laughs) drop your mic i am having i am
0: having so many issues with this damn microphone today (laughs) i can't even tell you If if this thing falls one more time i'm just gonna hold it being on the road it's always easy not always easy so let's get into this
1: okay let's start off with the seahawks and cowboys i'm gonna say rip it right off the bat here
0: a lot of scoring
1: Yeah, I think this was a good comeback game for Geno Smith, regardless of the ending score there. But I think the person we need to talk about, and we know we don't talk about the Cowboys enough. No one talks about the Cowboys enough, Mike. No one talks about this guy enough. I don't want to talk about the Cowboys Dak Prescott is playing really fucking well.
0: He's playing lights out. I think getting that really overrated small school quarterback was exactly what he needed
1: yeah i to really
0: kick him in the ass they're like oh yeah with trey lance maybe a success plan he's like okay as the kids would say today bet
1: bet and he did he bet on himself uh they're playing yeah. hard jim or uh jesus christ jerry Come- not jimmy johnson jerry jones jj uh jerry came out too and he said he's a consummate professional he's playing his ass off so he gets the approval of the owner They're one game back from the Eagles. They play the Eagles next week, and Dak has solidified himself into that top three MVP conversation because we know that it's a QB award. It is not the best player award because I don't think any of the best players in the league right now are quarterbacks.
0: You could argue Christian McCaffrey could be right in that conversation. Will you could he, argue though? maybe CeeDee Lamb's in that conversation. I mean, you could argue a lot of guys. Tyreek Hill. Tyree
1: a- Hill is the best player in the fucking NFL this year. No Tyree's way he's amazing. getting
0: it. No way he's getting imagine, it. Imagine having the wherewithal to draft that guy in your fantasy footballs. Man, I tell you what.
1: I got Jalen Waddle. not the greatest. <laughs> and he waddled away. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Cowboys are doing what the Cowboys do. The Cowboys are going to go to the playoffs. They're going to maybe be the best team in the NFC East by the end of it. And they'll probably lose in the first or second round. So good for the Cowboys.
0: Yeah. No, I don't disagree. What are we going to do? You know, this game to me was great. I thought the Seahawks stayed in it the whole time. DK Metcalf had a hell of a game. He's so probably getting good. the biggest. He's a freak. He's so fast. It's,
1: his, former fa-
0: his, his former father is an absolute freak too former, former
1: bear <laughs> is he not a former bear
0: his father <laughs> robert mccan was a right tackle he used for to be his dad <laughs> he gave yeah, up on that he used to be his dad former dad gave up for a little bit got in the nfl he's like okay i'm your dad again yeah. anyways with all that being said um i look at this as a situation where the cowboys they are going to be the wild card they're going to be the wild card in this whole scenario if they win this weekend though We got a
1: tie ball game with the Eagles.
0: We will talk about it. We will talk about it. All right. Moving on. Colts and Titans.
1: I like it. I'm going to rip it just because number one, Gardner Minshew is the funniest guy to play in the NFL. I love him. I hope he never leaves. He's getting up to Jameis level for me. And I love me some Jameis. Gardner Minshew takes the Colts in a win against the Titans. Very confusing. Shane Steichen, head coach of said Indianapolis Colts might have a chance at coach of the year this year. Is that a crazy statement? I don't know about all that. They're if playing anybody, better than they should give...
0: have. Yeah, they're playing better than they should have without a quarterback, without all that. I get it. I don't know if he gets coach of the year.
1: I, think I he mean, he Dan deserves Campbell,
0: to, the coach. to me, Dan Campbell, to me, deserves coach of the year.
1: Yeah. I mean it's hard to argue that. The fact that the Colts are seven and five after the year they had last year in itself is pretty fucking insane.
0: There's a lot of people you can argue for Coach of the Year. You you look over at, you know, Green Bay right now, what they're doing. Ugh. They're coming on hot and you hate it. And we'll get into it, but I'm just saying it's there. Yeah. And you you look at you look at this guy. He's undefeated in through his entire career as a head coach in December, it's pretty impressive. So this game though was exciting to watch. I watched the last quarter. I thought it was great. Thought. I mean, Minshew is an absolute dog. Alex Pierce had, have yourself a game. He just absolutely went off. And then not only that, who, who Jonathan Taylor, who knows him? They don't need him. Yeah. They really don't need him.
1: Derek Henry, not old yet. Still doing it. 102 yards. Okay.
0: Derrick Henry, in my opinion, Absolute dog when he's on the field, but he gets hurt every year. And now it's Tajay Spears season, so watch out for that.
1: Yep. All right. That's Colts and that is Titans. The next game, Falcons at Jets. Uh, Listen, I skip it. Tim Boyle was released by the Jets today. Uh-huh. They picked up Brett Ripon. Zach Wilson or Rippin or whatever his name is. Zach Wilson announced the starter again. They're trying that out again. Why don't they just go fucking full fantasy factory and just pick up whoever the fuck like put a Tim Tebow in. Fuck it.
0: I I have no idea what more to say than Zach Wilson coming out and saying he doesn't know if he wants want to start to. again.
1: Yeah, because I wouldn't want to either, even though he doesn't play well. It's like, what are we doing? Like, why are we carouseling this shit? Like, it doesn't. I know they want to find a way to make it happen, but it's just not happening this year. So whatever their plan is now, it's just got to be like stick with one guy and ride it out. Rodgers would only come back just to prove a point that he could come back. There's no way they're making the playoffs anymore. They scored, what, eight points this week? Something like that? Just an obscene, obscene like 13-8 is so dumb. And this is how the Falcons are going to stumble into a playoff spot. In the NFC South, because it's so bad, they're just going to beat the Jets by freaking five points, 13 to eight. Like, what a stupid – it's like an Iowa game.
0: It's it's pretty dumb, if I do say so myself. I I don't know. This game, Falcons, I mean, play great on defense, of course, because they don't have a quarterback to, you know, I mean, compete against them. I just feel – once again, I still feel bad for Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson, he's probably out after this year anyways, and then next year you start fresh with Aaron Rodgers, who I, I don't even know if he's going to be good anymore. Yeah. I mean, we saw four plays of the guy, and he looked okay at best. And then I outside have of no
1: that. no reason to believe that he won't be good.
0: Not He's never played with an offensive line that sucked. So time I will know. tell.
1: I know, but it's just like Aaron Rodgers has always been good, and he'll be good forever is how I feel. Um, yeah. All right. I mean, that's Jets Falcons. Lions at Saints. I want to rip, rip it. I nice. Yeah. Get back game for the Lions. Now nine and three. Steady hold on the division, even though the Packers are being chippy down there. Jared Goff, okay game. Figured it out. Jameer Gibbs ends up taking the brunt of the carries as well. And Taysom Hill is a running back.
0: (laughs) Taysom Hill is whatever you want him to be that week. He is a Swiss Army knife. The man's truly amazing. I do believe that moving forward they need to get him more involved. Uh he he can't start, but he is a true pace guy. Yeah. He he changes pace for that team. Uh Jameis he's in a Ryan the game. Pace guy. Who, he's on the team.
1: Tec- Ryan Pace is Tec- the GM.
0: Technically, yeah, he is. He's not the GM, but he's he's an what assistant he? to so Ryan Pace team. is not the GM of the Saints. I thought he was. He's like still an ass- he's still an assistant to uh... Mickey
1: Loomis. Gotcha.
0: Because he still sucks. Anyways, well, with all of that being – Well, not out well
1: because the Saints fucking stink. Stink. Really? They're bad.
0: Who would have thunk it? I just <laughs> – honestly, Derek Carr can't stay healthy. I think he needs to hang it up. His career is just – I think it's over. Yeah. He, you know, or or just the game. get
1: out of – the Dennis Allen-Saint thing is not working out. They also have good players on their team that are too old at this point. They should probably blow it up and try again and run it back. It still feels like they're trying to hold on to the breeze thing, and it's not working out too well for them. It's getting worse and worse by the year. The Lions, the only only thing I can say about the Lions is they kind of stopped scoring after the first quarter.
0: Well, they were moving the ball great. This is the Jared Goff thing. Like, he Mm -hmm. performs very well until he doesn't, and then he goes super stagnant, and then he can't move the ball. So I am a little unclear as to how that looks for them moving forward. And to be fair, I just think that maybe it's Hendon Hooker season next year. We'll see. I
1: don't know. I mean, know. you look
0: at the NFC. You look at the NFC North right now, and they should kind of be a little weary. They're going to win the division, but Packers are going to be coming, and they're playing really good, and they're starting to come together. Ugh. They're a young team, and they look good. Right. And I have no any any other way to say it other than, of course, this fucking happens. I know, of course, it's,
1: it's Groundhog Day. Whatever. All right. Well, that's that on that game. Go Saints, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Broncos at Texans. Broncos, Texans.
0: I, we need to rip this. This game was epic.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't you. know. I know. I don't know how to feel. Russell Wilson sucks again. I guess how is this working? No, out. he played a really
0: good young team, and they couldn't keep up all day.
1: Three ints, tizzles. You can't turn the ball over three times and win and beat anybody. Essentially, um, the Texans are fun. The Texans aren't going to win a lot in the playoffs, but they are seven and five, and they're probably going to be in the playoffs this year.
0: Time will tell. I, I think they're they're a wonderful team. I think they're great. They're young. They're coming. They Do they, they win look the great. Oh, Ryan. Well, with Trevor Lawrence going down, I think so. I I think I think with Trevor Lawrence going down, there's no way they don't win that division. Depends on how long
1: he's going to end up being out because I've heard mixed reviews on that. But also they're tied with the Indianapolis Colts, too. So look out for that. Yeah, the Colts don't
0: have the horses to 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 play. No, no, they keep winning. They keep winning. Yeah, I get they keep winning, but they don't have the horses to compete long-term. Defense looks good. Steichen's a good head coach. Don't get me wrong. I just don't feel as if that that's something that's
1: long-term. I don't either, but I do think it can happen for the next, what, four or five weeks that we have left of the season. It's always possible. Yeah. Chargers yeah, at Patriots. Yikes.
0: Chargers, Patriots. The- you could skip oh, this one.
1: I want to talk about it only because oh, the Chargers. Are Six so- points. The Chargers are so stupid, dude. It doesn't make any fucking sense. The well, Quentin, are horrible,
0: Johnson, obviously. Quentin Johnson's horrible. His hands are made of fucking sandpaper.
1: What a bust of a draft pick Quentin Johnston yeah. of TCU was for the Chargers. I thought that was going to be a all-day good draft pick. He's going to work out for this team. He's going to be a great target for Justin Herbert to throw to outside of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. That does not seem to be true right now, especially with slippery butterfingers on that side with Quinton Johnson, Austin Eckler. I don't know if he's even running back anymore. He almost had more carries than yards, which is hilarious, and then can't get in the end zone, and they still beat the weary and horrible New England Patriots, and I love that they're bad right now.
0: I just believe the paths are done. Belichick's out wherever he goes. A lot of people yeah, are saying he might take over in Washington. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that there may be a farts chance in hell that he comes in and just solely takes over, uh, just something. I, I, I wouldn't, if he was like, oh yeah, I want to be a part of the jets. He gets another great quarterback and he builds that around him. You never know, but.
1: I think he goes I to Washington, and then the Bears can go ahead and pick up the enemy if Harbaugh doesn't come our way.
0: Harbaugh's coming. I don't – to to the cigarette smoker himself, Bruce Feldman's voice, <laughs> he's 100% leaving Michigan after this loss yeah. uh, in a few weeks. So okay. no doubt in my mind. Um, but as we look at this game, just an epic – like, God, they're so bad. If, if anybody could almost be worse than the Bears, it's maybe them. So – yeah, there's yeah, that. And
1: then the Chargers um, aren't too far behind.
0: No, they're not. They're, they're not bad, and they they're shouldn't not, be.
1: That
0: Either field way, looked weird know. all day, too. I don't know. It looked like gray in Foxborough. It was odd. Yeah. It was I think really that's odd.
1: literally like the gods are like, your reign is over. You get a gray field, and everything's sad now. It's like, good. Boston needs that. No offense to Boston. <laughs> I like it as a city, but they need to, you know, be brought down a couple levels for a couple years here. So, cool True. With me. True. Cardinals at Steelers
0: card stealers I look at this game and I go okay Kenny Pickett can't stay healthy Cardinals are actually pretty good when Kyler, Kyler Murray's, Murray's on the field good. I don't know yeah. if there's any I don't know if there's any way shape or form they get rid
1: of him I think that they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. I think if he wouldn't they're... be far off if they're in a spot at the beginning of the draft, there, I think they pick him up. I think they keep Kyler, and then they run it back and try to do it again. Because I, I, don't think they expect it to be as good as they have been since Kyler's return. Regardless their of their defense,
0: great. They look great again. I know Money Mitch. I know Lambo Mitch oh, was in after Candy Pickett. Um, <laughs> it's so one of those bad, situations. He's so bad. so. Looking at this, I just, I just personally believe. That Kyler's there to stay. He's a dog when he's on the field and he's healthy. And that defense is better than most people give it credit for. And that dork of a dork of a head coach that they have. I forget what's his name.
1: Uh, He's the other Eagles guy. I keep forgetting his name. Hold on.
0: Yeah. He's such a dork. And he's a good coach, I guess. You know, this is what I. Gannon is a shoo, good shoo, coach, shoo, I shoo. guess. That <laughs> dork of a human is a good coach, and then outside of that, you look at it and you're like, really, really? I, I don't, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's the Cardinals. They used to be Chicago Cardinals. Never forget. So if they win, we win, um, and that's fine with me. Yeah, I guess. Dolphins yeah, another at Chicago Commanders going to Arizona. Right.
0: Um, I could skip this. This was just a shit Ty show. Of the really game.
1: good. The Commanders aren't good anymore. Sam Howell is he it? No one really knows. Panthers at Bucks.
0: Panthers at suck. bucks They uh, suck.
1: The Panthers suck. They both
0: they both really suck. The Panthers scored more points than they have. Uh
1: Keep losing.
0: Yeah. I, I want to keep skip losing, it. I don't, I don't
1: care about either of these fucking teams.
0: Yeah. I I don't Hold know. It, it's it, it's it's yeah. It's like okay, keep it moving. Uh this is the game of the week. Game of the week. Uh, not really, but it a good game.
1: What? It was 49 quite a showing quite a showing for San Francisco to be like, Hey, this is what happens when we have a quarterback. Cause that was the whole conversation. Debo has been doing the whole thing. The Philadelphia Eagles coming from the other side. People were like, Oh, if they didn't have a quarterback, it would have been different. Or if they had a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I know this isn't the NFC championship. I know this isn't like the end of the season, but the 49ers had their way with the Eagles. Obviously you want to make sure everybody's staying healthy on the other side of Philadelphia, Philadelphia still tended to, so they still hold the number one seed in the NFC. But is this a Groundhogs Day? Are they going to lose the number one seed again for the second year in a row? We'll
0: see. I, I think that overall, this is going to be the NFC Championship game. You think and so, once yeah. again, oh, oh, yeah, there's no doubt this is the NFC Championship game. I think the Eagles just got off of a hell of a stretch. Okay. They played all the bird teams here coming up. So, or the 49ers play all bird teams. But, I mean, they really showed that they're a little burnt out right now and moving forward, it's going to be interesting, to say the least.
1: Yeah, and uh, talking about MVPs, Brock Purdy's in the news now. Brock Purdy's getting MVP conversations. A lot of people saying, well, he's got great guys on the field. He's got yards after catch guys. He's got all of that. His yards after catch compared to the last five MVPs is actually lower, so that means his yards, actual passing yards, are more valid than the I mean, the Rodgers MVP, the Mahomes MVP, all of those. There's a possibility that he wins it this year. I think that would be crazy, um, but something about this San Francisco team, after they went through that little drought in the middle of the season, they seem to be kind of coming into it, and as long as they can stay healthy for the rest of the year, the Eagles have to be a little worried.
0: I think the 49ers are pissed because they know they've missed their mark a few times. Debo Samuel even came out and said, if Brock's our quarterback, we're going to the Super Bowl. I think if you had a way too early pick right now for the NFC to rep, it's got to be 1,000% the 49ers. They just look too good across the board. and Unless catastrophic injuries occur, they're going to be there. I'm Um, sticking with Philly, but it's going to be close.
1: Because also, losing like that, you're like, fuck you.
0: As this season starts to shift, it's, is very odd. It's very odd. It, it's, it's becoming more so the, yeah, the Eagles are good, but they're kind of a one trick pony, the push, the whole thing, defense. Granted, now they got Shaq coming. Yeah. So kill Leonard's coming. So that's going to help them greatly. And it's going to help fortify that defense. that's already disgusting. Yep. I don't know. It, to me, it's the 49ers year. Now that I'm Five, looking at this from the larger ago, lines, dude, though, we both, I know, but we both picked the Eagles, I think, a little early. And yeah, I, I think Brock's in. I think it's great.
1: And that, my friend, is why we do the way too early Super Bowl picks because we're always going to be wrong.
0: Pretty much. All Browns right. Great games.
1: I, I could skip it.
0: Yeah, either than DTR's Puka Nakua. Has...
1: Flacco's on the practice squad again. <laughs> Puka
0: Nakua is dethroning. So- dethroning. Cooper cup. Yeah. And maybe over Puka might be the guy now, but I mean, Hey, Stafford commit, that team could still make the playoffs. Don't sleep on him. Aaron Donald still there. Might be his last year on that team. Might be his last always year is. there. Always his last year. Yeah. He always does that. He yeah. always does that. Not, not, not surprising at all, but beyond that, it's uh it's interesting to say the least. And one thing will lead to another. And the Rams might be back in the playoffs, but I do think Stafford, this is probably his last year. He got a Super Bowl out of it, but there is a scenario where the Lions and the Rams do play in the playoffs.
1: That would be if this
0: continues. Awesome!
1: That would be so be awesome. It'd be che- sick. Chiefs of Packers. We have to.
0: Oh, we gotta rip this. Um,
1: fuck, dude, what the fuck. <laughs>
0: how if you drafted christian watson in your fantasy league you're sitting here right now and you're like what in the absolute fuck is going on because this guy did dick the past i don't know 10 weeks and now he just explodes and now he's in full effect to be i don't know a top five wide receiver the rest of the way
1: just him dude fucking romeo dobbs too like leading the whole game in receiving yards like what are we how
0: I just think they're a young team, they're talented, they're starting to mesh, and one thing leads to another, and before you know it, oh man, I can't Jordan Love,
1: game. dude, Jordan Love is supposed to be bad, Jordan Love isn't supposed to throw fucking 267 yards and three touchdowns and amazing efficiency against the Kansas City fucking Chiefs, Matt Nagy is ruining that team because Matt Nagy is a team ruiner, but Just seeing the Packers play like this at this time is the most demoralizing garbage bullshit ever, and I hate it, and they need to stop. Just quit it.
0: I don't disagree. I think ultimately, if I view this game, this is something to me that shows they have a process, they trust their process, they work it, they give their quarterbacks time to grow, and not many quarterbacks in the NFL have that ability to just sit behind a grate for a few years, figure it out, learn the system, and then go in and earn your lumps but know how to work through them at the same time. He got to learn under one of the best. And if you look at it, it's working. It's working
1: to Did you see that stat card that they read out in the middle of the broadcast where it was like Aaron Rodgers threw this many games and fucking Jordan Love threw this many games? It was almost identical.
0: A lot of people who are Packers fans who I've discussed this with say the same exact thing. And once again, the process works. They trust it. They work it. Matt LaFleur, great coach, good looking cat, knows what the fuck he's doing. And fuck he's off. bringing it back.
1: I, I hate off. it. But fuck as a off.
0: Bears fan anymore, as you get older, you just can't not respect it. You fucking I hate him, but in a way, you respect him. I know. And I'm not trying to be fan of this. The Bears, did this, I would here, talk the so the day, much
1: shit. We're oh, always talking Packers, in...
0: Mike. You're always Packers. Fuck off. Anyways, I'm just saying from a level of how that's like it's like in um
1: It's like in Breaking Bad. They can't keep getting away with it because right. they can't. It's stupid. I don't get it. Um all right, last one of the year or of the season rather, not of the year. Excuse me. Pardon me. Um <laughs> Jake Browning season, Bengals thirty four, Jaguars thirty.
0: Played a great game. Granted, he has every weapon under the sun.
1: Yeah. I think I might be able to. the same amount of touchdowns he had in college as he did in this game. So good for him.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey, Jamar Chase, his dog, uh, T. Higgins back, had a pretty good game. Uh, I I just, I'm like, yeah, Joe Mixon, you're there. That defense. It just, once again, it goes to show you if Joe Burrow was in, they'd be twice as good, and they'd be on their way to another playoff appearance. And I called that, but then I can't control the weather.
1: 32 for 37. 354 yards is crazy and badass. So good for you just coming in here, Jake Browning, and taking care of business. We talked Trevor True. Lawrence already. Ouchie mama. Hopefully it's not as bad as it looks, <laughs> but Jacksonville Jaguars eight and four, one game up in the division right now, and they drop this game to Cincinnati without Burrow. It's got to hurt a little bit. CJ Beathard or Beathard or however you say his name. He used to be on the fucking 49ers. He played a lot. I never knew how to say his name then either. Okay. He was efficient, and that was about it.
0: Yeah, I I once that team's nothing without that team is literally nothing without Trevor Lawrence without Trevor Lawrence. So without him, they're really going nowhere. We'll see if and when he comes back. But without them, there's no way they win that division. I agree. There's no way. And and the Colts aren't that great. I you see the Texans coming. You know, their strength of schedule moving forward here. They got the Jets and really nobody else coming up. I mean, there is nothing here that makes you feel as like, oh, the Texans won't be there when the time is right. Because I I think they will. They're set up to win, especially
1: with how bad they were last year, too. It's like now they get matched up with fourth place teams, which is quite all right with
0: their next two matchups jets and Browns, good defenses, but they're still going to go out and show out. You know, I guess the one thing you could say is that you have the jets in New Jersey. And then not only that, but you play the, uh, the Browns at home. So we'll see. Wilson and then Dorian
1: Thompson Robinson. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that statement. Um, yeah, great games, great week of games. Vince, what's the current record right now? How do I right look Right
1: now, our current record is sorry, let me scroll to it, guys. Everybody chill the fuck out. Uh, we went nine and four you went nine and four. I went eight and five. Right now you are one fourteen and seventy nine to my one twelve and eighty one. So you're up two games currently.
0: On the overall record, that's it's it. close. Now it's close. It is really close.
1: So without further ado, really let's make our picks, Michael. Starting off it. with quite a stinker of a matchup, Patriots Steelers.
0: Patriots Steelers. I want to keep picking this team but I can't. Do it. Um <laughs> do it again. Give me money, Mitch. I got nothing. Give me money, Mitch. He's He's going to play. So I'm going to lose.
1: They're actively trying. I think, I think
0: so. It's going to be the lowest scoring game in existence.
1: Yeah. So I'm taking the Steelers as well. I think we know what our picks are here. Texans at jets. Give me the Texans. Easy Rams at Ravens. Interesting little matchup here.
0: Interesting matchup. I just don't think they get past. It's going to be a a high scoring game. I think there's going to be a lot of offense here. Baltimore is a very tough place to play at this time of year. Um, give me the Ravens
1: I'm gonna take them as well I have them going deep in the playoffs it's kind and
0: I think i just a just a kind of an easy week but let's go
1: when we get down to the end of the season here we know what the teams are and we know what they're playing for yeah, and it's it is, just gonna start always, becoming right. closer and closer with the picks so yeah another one where we kind of know what's gonna happen here Panthers at Saints
0: Another team that's trying to lose, even though they don't have a first round pick. Give me the Panthers. They they're not even trying them. to lose.
1: They're just so fucking bad that they're going to lose.
0: I feel bad for Adam Thielen. I don't know what he was thinking.
1: I think he's fine. He took the money. All right. Colts at Bengals.
0: You got to go with the Colts. Yeah. I mean, yep. you got to go with the Colts.
1: Browning plays like that again, though. Keep him alive. But I'm taking the Colts as well because they're trying to win. Bucks at Falcons.
0: Bucks Falcons. Um give me the Falcons.
1: Fuck, Mike. I'm taking the Falcons, dude.
0: Sorry, no parody.
1: There's none this week. Jags at Browns. What a gross matchup. What is you it? Go first. You go first. DTR vers- DTR versus CJ Bethard. You go first. I don't wanna I don't want to go first. I'm gonna lean on the defense. I'm gonna take Cleveland.
0: All right, for parody, give me the Jags. Oh, Maybe Patrick has a week to prepare and does it. Beathard I don't believe in season. it. But let's go.
1: Lines of Bears. <sighs> okay, come on. I kind of want to do it. Do it. I mean, do it if you want. I'll take it, but I'm not doing it. Momentum. Give me the give me the fucking
0: Bears. They almost yeah. beat them a couple
1: weeks ago.
0: Now it's a home game. Come on. Good for you. I'll take the
1: Lions, and I goddamn hope I'm incorrect about that. All right. Seahawks 49ers.
0: Give me the 49ers.
1: Yeah, Niners want that one seed. Vikings at Raiders.
0: Give me the Raiders?
1: Yeah, this is a toss-up. I'll take either of them, honestly. I'm going to go with the Vikings because I think they're going to try to get in the playoffs here. So there's another difference right. in pick, guys. AFC West, Broncos at Chargers. Who would have thought the Broncos would be better than Chargers right now?
0: Yeah, I not most, uh, but considering Staley's dog shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, give me the Broncos because I'm I think gonna they're take... going to come back after a shitty week.
1: The Chargers scored six points against the Patriots. I'm taking the fucking Broncos. Yeah,
0: yeah. Broncos,
1: Bills at Chiefs.
0: Chiefs have dropped two in a row. They're not looking really good. Um, and, and let's put it in big games. They've dropped two.
1: And Bills have been hot I'm, too.
0: I'm not. I'm not going. I, I'm saying the Chiefs recover. I'm okay. taking the Chiefs.
1: They don't lose three in a row, Mike. And I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Let's go. Eagles Regularity. at Cowboys.
0: Give me the Eagles. Don't lose two in a row. Give me the Eagles.
1: I. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They, I they don't. They're not. They're they don't, not going to lose. Every...
0: Here's what. No, no, no. Here's what happens. Ready? Every fucking cowboy fan on the face of the planet goes. We're back. See, we told you. Blah blah blah. We're going to the Super Bowl. Ja, yeah. da, da, da.
1: And you're like, fuck and off. And then they lose. Tony Pollard's pretty good. So, Packers at Giants. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, the Packers. Yeah, they have to win it, sadly. I'm taking them as well. I just hate typing their name down. And finally, Titans at Dolphins. Dolphins. Ugh, this, is gonna be uh, this,
0: this week is such a fucking snooze It fast. sucks. It, there's going so to be so many bad things. When you get to this point in the football season, it's just so... The games are on the schedule for the games to be on the schedule at this stage of the game to Vince's point. Most of everything is decided. You know who those teams are, are going to be making the playoffs. There's a couple fringes, but beyond that, it's nothing out of bounds. Yeah. If we look at where they're headed next in the NFL, I think there maybe need to be another wild card set of teams. I think it would be great for parody. Um, That's 18 teams
1: in the playoffs. let <laughs> give everybody a crack at it. Fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Now, so I would, like to
0: talk, I would like to talk about this a little bit. Okay. Um, it is re- being reported right now that Caleb Williams did decide, and we should have saved this for college football talk, but he did decide that he is not going to play in the potato bowl, yeah. and he will not commit to the fact that he is either coming back or not coming back. He's going to the draft. He's going to the draft. All right, we talk about this weekly, but it's still something that for parity, what do you do? So, hypothetically, the Chicago Bears have the first-round draft pick. Take them, Right? The very first pick in the draft. Take them. Yeah. Okay. Devil's advocate. Okay. Or, or does Kevin Warren come in and say, hey, we like our guy. We can flip this pick again for more value. We're not sold on Caleb Williams. He looks like another Justin Fields. We will forego the control, maybe draft. A kid like what's his face from FSU who's going to be going live, coming off an Jordan injury undervalued. Jordan Travis, maybe you drafted Jordan Travis in the third or fourth round to sit behind Justin for a few years. Similar type player, little bit smarter, a little bit bigger. Can't then believe- you take offensive line to really field around fields. Chances are Ryan Poles may stay or may go. I think the Fluce is loose after this season. Cut him loose, yeah. I don't. Does Ryan Poles stay if Fluce
1: goes? Yeah, I think so. I think it's hard. You think to, they're all gone? No, no, no. I think Poles stays. I think Fluce is gone. I think you can't take a GM out that quickly in a position that he's okay. in instead, until you see how it all works out. It's been pretty obvious that this whole Eberflus thing isn't working out. We saw like 90% screens the last Pairs game we watched. That was fucking horrible and inexcusable. Oh, so I think that whole staff has to go. I think you give pulls another run at it. I think he has made a couple good moves, regardless of the fact of the way it's been looking, whatever it is. I think he's made some pretty good moves. Um, and I think he'll stay around. I think he gets to choose one more coach and see how it runs through. Um, but to your point about Caleb Williams... I do think he's just as talented as he was before. I do think his draft stock went down maybe a little bit, but I also don't think that USC was the best place to go cuz he threw the ball 70 times a fucking game. So, I'm taking Caleb Williams. I'm taking the best prospect that's been in the draft for a long fucking time, and I'm going to see how it's going to work out that way cuz that's the only way I can think right now. He's so he has What if he doesn't to want to, so What good? if he doesn't want to be in Chicago? Then What if he doesn't want What if he digs his heels in and I won't play for you? Well, then trade it. And then after that, be like he kept being a fucking crybaby and didn't want to play in Chicago, so we had to trade him. I feel Talk like shit he is about a the cry kid, baby, dude. Though. Like, like the more
0: and more, baby, yeah. the more and more I learn about who the player is, the more and more I dislike him. And I feel as if he's like very—he has that LeBron element to him, where he's a been told bit. he's this shit his whole life. A little bit, and he wants to decide where he's going to play. Not like LeBron really did, although Cleveland just kind of fell in his lap. Hometown kid, great story, all that. But beyond that, I. Caleb has his teams, and I think he got a little big for his bridges quick, and now I think he's not going to have the mobility he thought he did. Eli won two
1: Super Bowls. That's my argument.
0: I know Eli won two Super Bowls, and he forced his hand to get out of San Diego. Phillip Rivers was there with LT. Fine. I just look at this situation and say, okay, I don't know. Do you just draft a quarterback with every pick and hope one of them hits? I'm there now. I'm there now. Yeah, but Fields yeah, has proved he shows he okay. Here's another hypothetical: I know, Fields I'm with balls you. out. He balls out for the rest of the season. What do you do? do we you already fucked
1: him? him, dude. We already ruined him. I think it's already over. We jaded the kid too much. I think he could be really good on another team, but I don't think we should keep him. I think we should send him somewhere else and actually give him a fighting chance. I don't do Atlanta. Try to do an at home thing, and then they'll figure it out over there. I don't like. There's so much like. Ugh! negative press and the longer he stays the more it's going to be like do they keep him it's going to be all next year it's going to be all the year after that until he does something astronomical like breaks a record or some shit like it's going to keep being the same thing i'd rather bring the new guy in and then hope that everything works out that way with a brand new coaching staff that's the only way i could foresee it being okay
0: i feel like i mean at the end of the day you have one more year of control you keep him. i'd say you draft a quarterback and you create a competition Cool me. Right? Yeah. Show I, I think Caleb that's thing he was, he hey, you Hey,
1: motherfucker! You gotta, you gotta, you gotta try. If,
0: you gotta show your. You back. gotta compete. The job isn't given. He's a guy. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what Fields needs to overcome some of his. I don't know issues. So I think to speak. It's the
1: fucking play calling too though. It's
0: so bad. Oh yeah. No. But there's. He executes a game plan pretty well. I mean, Sometimes. you can't say that he doesn't. When he goes off script, he's very talented. He yeah. Holds onto the ball way too fucking long. I feel like a lot of that's coaching, though. If he had a coach worth his shit that really wanted to get his hands on him and work with him, I that's think where you ask. could go with that is endless. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I'm just saying, if you had a guy like Harbaugh who knows how he plays, if you had a guy that really believed in who he was and said, oh. I'm going to take this guy and mold him.
1: Harbaugh? And an Ohio State quarterback just making sweet, sweet magic on the football field—I'll take it. I'm cool with that.
0: I'm half mass as I think about it. You that's know, wild. I think the most Bears fans are. <laughs> most, <laughs> most Bears fans are, if you really break it down. But truthfully, I, I do believe that's one of those situations where, um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting how this plays out moving yeah, forward.
1: I agree. Take Caleb Williams and just
0: do it. Yeah, that's, it's so true. It's so true. Well, bears are going to bears off is going to be fun. Draft spectacular. Look out for it. Well, Vince, another week is in the books, that's man. That, I mean, buddy. no matter where we are, we get it done. Uh, excited to be back in Chicago for the holidays. It's going to be great. Vince and I are going to be live and in person Christmas episode. Looking
1: forward to it. Christmas-
0: Um, might bring out the Santa hats, got a lot of new things coming down the pike for the podcast. We're very excited to break it to you in the new year and moving forward. We are really jacked for the next steps. So stick with us people. We appreciate you always week after week. We try and bring you the best content. We hope you love it. Moving forward. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you should hit that bell. Do it in that corner. And you will be notified when these two idiots are back on the air every week. I mean, what more could you be asking for? And then not only that, share it with your friends share because it. they might enjoy it too. And if you got a father and if you got a grandfather, and maybe you made him a grandfather. Or a maybe mom not, or a cousin I don't or know. an aunt I don't or know a Dom or an Uncle Dom. Or maybe, just maybe, you got somebody you want to share it to. Do it that. It's the holiday season, season of giving. What a better gift to give than these two beautiful foches, As always, people, we will be back next week. See you.